This is Twenties Inspired. I am on a mission to design my twenties around happiness and purpose through learnings from personal experiences, <laughs> books, podcasts, articles, and talks. I hope to inspire you to live a more happy and fulfilling life, according to you. Hello, welcome back to 20s Inspired. I have a bit of a interesting update this week. As we know, I have a lot of gut issues and stomach issues. So I did a food sensitivity test with my naturopath and found out that I have, it's not really an allergy, it's more just a very big sensitivity to coffee. And a bunch of other things that I've been eating on a regular basis. So (laughs) I'm now on a mission to really get rid of my coffee addiction. And um, so it's day one. It's day one. I'm not going to lie. I did have half a coffee this morning just because it's a podcast day. So I have to be with it. But yes, it is an interesting journey. Um, I will let you know how it goes. I'm kind of worried because I am an addict, uh, which probably explains all of my gut issues. So I have been in denial about it all along. Anyway, I hope you are enjoying your coffee if you have one at the moment. So this episode, we are going through society's timeline and age expectations of your 20s. Because this is huge for me and with my friends and it's all over social media of societal expectations about where we're meant to be and what we're meant to do in our 20s. I think it is a massive contributor to the stress that we all seem to go through in this decade. The expectations of the societal timeline of leaving school, going into further education, getting into your dream career, which also needs to be stable and provide financially, along with finding a life partner, falling in love, settling down, buying a house, getting engaged, maybe even married. Also important to mention that we have to be well-traveled and have had those wild and chaotic experiences of living through the 20s, all in one decade, in a nutshell. If we are told to gain career stability and a loving relationship at the same time as experiencing travel and the chaos of our 20s, well, that's very contradictory, isn't it? A bit of an oxymoron, if you will. We can't do anything everything. We can't be everything. Society tells us to have a stable career but also be spontaneous and travel. Have a loving and stable relationship by your late 20s but also have those wild and chaotic experiences of dating. I can't even say all of those expectations without feeling overwhelmed. I personally don't even want a lot of the things that society tells us that we should want until my late 30s. 
But we have this almost clock-like mentality that every year that goes by needs to be accompanied by a new life achievement. It feels as though every year we need to level up and tick off one of the major life goals or expectations on the list to even feel like we are successfully moving through the 20s. These are simply exhausting expectations that I believe have been heightened by social media and the overwhelming presence of only each other's achievements. We are told every time that someone ticks off an item on society's to-do list. And I mean, it's fair enough, right? We all want to share with our friends things that are happening in our lives. We want to share our achievements. But we are not told of the things that went wrong. And we're not told of the failures or things that just aren't going right in their lives as well. And I think this creates a false reality of what other people are going through in their 20s. The highlight reel of others' achievements are a huge part of this level-up culture that we are shown as the ideal pathway to happiness and to success. A lot of my friends are in different stages of life. I have friends who are buying a house and crushing their work life. I have other friends who are not even remotely interested in buying a house and they have dreams of traveling the world and having all of those wild and chaotic experiences in their 20s. Two completely different paths and both are very valid and beneficial in their own way. The beauty of life is that we are all living completely different lives and have different life trajectories. The beauty of life does not come from ticking off life expectations and ticking off societal values so that we feel as though we are successful. I am going to repeat that. The timeline created by society is based on societal values of constant progress, constant achievements, and does not allow any space for failures and things just simply going to shit because that's what happens in your 20s. And failures and things not going right are arguably more important than everything going right, if you think about it. And when I say the timeline of our 20s, I am referring to when you're 25, you should have a stable career. And when you're 28, you need to be in that loving, stable relationship. So you're prepared to be engaged, those sorts of expectations. So it's where we should be in life, accompanied by the age of when that should happen. If we think about it, if everything went to plan and everything went right in our lives, we would be, in my opinion, shallow human beings with no depth. And how boring would that be? If we never experienced failure and things not going right, I doubt we would have any empathy or compassion for others. We wouldn't be able to understand what other people are going through because we've had it so cruisy. I doubt we'd even be grateful for what we do have. I doubt we would even be happy. I think when we go through things and we come out of the other side, then we can appreciate what we have a lot more than if we didn't go through it in the first place. 
you know, at least with my health issues, if I hadn't gone through that, I would not appreciate running as much as I do. Now when I'm running, I'm like, oh my God, I'm running. Like I didn't get to have that experience a year ago. We learn more about ourselves, what we want in life and who we are when we fail. I truly believe that. That is my experience so far. When we experience a crisis, when we lose ourselves, when we have to pick ourselves back up, put all those pieces back together, rebake that pizza, (laughs) that is when we learn so much about ourselves. And that is when we learn what ingredients we need to have that perfect pizza again, if you don't mind my analogies. Societal timelines and level up culture does not account for these valuable experiences of failure. Where does failure fit into the timeline of our 20s? Riddle me that. (laughs) Because it seems to me that this is a time of a lot of failure and a lot of learning. And if we supposedly have to have all of these things go right for us by a certain age, then how can we even fit in failure? How can we even fit in these valuable learnings? Going down certain paths and pivoting, where does that fit into this timeline? If we are meant to be in a stable financial position by a certain age, then how can we possibly have experienced setbacks? One of my favorite little quotes, uh, if you will, is that a setback is a setup for a comeback. I absolutely love it, as cringy as you may think I am. I would love to be a voice to tell you to lean into failure, to lean into life's guaranteed roadblocks and to not view them as a delay in your timeline, to not view breakups as a backstep in your timeline of when you want to be engaged. Simply throw the timeline and throw your age expectations out the window because for starters, it is a to-do list accompanied by an age in which you need to have those items ticked off to be successful. And this to-do list does not account for your personal values and what will make you and you alone feel fulfilled and accomplished in life. Now, if being engaged by a certain age is what will make you feel accomplished, I think being engaged and being married, that is a beautiful thing to value in life. And that is absolutely something you should strive for if that's what you want. But putting an age to it, I think really limits us. I think will make you settle for someone who's not quite right for you because you're approaching that age and you need to lock them down, (laughs) you know? And with another example, if your values include spontaneity and adventure, then why are you stressing about buying a house? According to what you value and what you need in your life, this will not bring you personal fulfillment as perhaps being flexible would and hopping all over the world would. Perhaps with your values of adventure and spontaneity, you would rather be a flight attendant and rent all over the world and not have the constraints of paying off a mortgage. Perhaps a mortgage and the permanency of owning a property early on in life may cause you more financial stress and make you feel more limited or stuck to a certain place because you value adventure. 
And owning property serves those who instead perhaps value stability. Now, this is not to say that if you value adventure, you shouldn't buy a house, but maybe to make you consider that not all items on society's to-do list are worth our stress and attention. Society likes to tell us how to live our lives, right? But without looking into what each of us needs to feel fulfilled in life. So without that knowledge, society simply does not earn the right to dictate what we need and how we should live our lives. That is up to us. So I had my 23rd birthday this week, which is wild. It honestly feels like life is getting a little bit more real. 23, I feel like I'm really getting into the 20s now. You know, when I was 21, I was like, oh, I'm a baby. I'm new to the 20s, you know. But now I feel like, okay, now I'm now I'm really getting into it. And if I'm being honest, I guess I thought I'd be in a different place at 23. I thought I'd have my life a little bit more together by now. <laughs> I mean, I'm very proud of the experiences that I've had and the paths that I've gone down, but it was definitely not what I was expecting. I thought I would have found my path a bit easier, that I would have a little bit less turbulence, I guess. (laughs) I thought I would have had my path full stop. I entered my 20s quite naive. I will be the first to admit that, thinking that I will jump straight into something and would be on my way and I would love it and it would be my purpose and my path, yada, yada, yada. So what I'm realizing (laughs) is that our expectations for how life is going to look can often be completely different from how our lives actually play out. So I think touching on age expectations is really important. It's important to acknowledge that you're never too old to start something new. If you are in your mid to late 20s, you're not too old to take that gap year and travel and have those wild experiences. Because when I was 21, I thought now is the time to have that all. And after that one gap year, you know, you can't do it again. You have to be in your career. You have to be, you know, climbing up that ladder, gaining financial stability. But I'm realizing that those are all societal expectations. It is never too late to go and do something that you want to do. You absolutely should do something that you want to do whenever you get the opportunity. I think we can get so caught up in our 20s about what we can and can't do with our lives based on our age. If you are in your mid-40s, it's not too late to take that gap year and travel. My roommate, who I'm traveling with in June, July, we're going to Europe, very exciting. She is 25 and she works in a law firm. She's decided to take a gap year and travel the world, travel Europe and possibly go to other places as well. And I love that. And it just rings so true that it doesn't matter where you are in your life. If there's something you want to do, do it. Who cares about your age? Honestly, we have this misconception in society that the only time you can take a year off is right outside of school. That is not the case. It's never too late to start something new. It's never too late to have a new experience, to go off, to do something different. 
from speaking to my friends, siblings, and even my personal experiences, I've realized that many of us struggle with the idea of aging and having not accomplished what we thought we would by a certain age. What is it about our age, though, that brings so much stress? I think part of it comes down to the biological clock for women of when we can and can't have children. But nowadays, there are so many options available to us that I don't think it's worth the stress anymore. I mean, it's easier said than done. And I know that I'm only in my 20, I'm only in my early 20s. So I might sound quite ignorant and naive, but at the same time, I just don't think that it's worth the stress putting life labels on our ages. By being so caught up in our futures and what we don't have in our lives, we completely miss the now and what we do have in our lives. We miss living in the moment, in the stage of life that we are at right now, tomorrow, this week, this month. In every stage of life, I believe that we can look back and recognize something that we valued or enjoyed and maybe weren't present in, maybe in most stages of life. So, Now we're going to get into how to bring yourself out of this mindset. If you feel like you perhaps are not keeping up or haven't accomplished what you thought you would or haven't accomplished what your friends have and are stressed about age and societal expectations and what you should be doing, see it's exhausting, (laughs) I have put together a couple of tools to help you get out of this mindset. So number one, we have goal setting. So according to positive psychology, goal setting is an incredibly strategic tool for self-motivation and self-drivenness. Through the process of setting goals, we are able to reflect on where we currently are in life and where we see ourselves moving. Goal setting is used in psychology as it allows us to daydream and imagine our ideal future which is incredibly valuable. Through sitting down and coming up with your goals, you can gain so much clarity on where you personally want to go. This can help so much with overcoming societal pressures and feelings of overwhelm as you have set out your own path. You have now created a guide for yourself towards your dream life, which is based on your values your values, not societal values. I think what can send us into a spiral of peer comparison is not having a clear idea of where we want to go. I think this can make us so much more susceptible to feelings of inadequacy or confusion when we look at our friends' achievements and other people's achievements on Instagram and TikTok. I think setting achievable and realistic goals in every area of our lives, whether that be personal or professional, can really keep our minds in line with what we want and prevent us from moving off track and following societal expectations. Because if you think about it, if you're a little bit lost in your path and you're not entirely sure where to go, seeing other people's achievements might make you more susceptible to Pivot and go down their path because you think that that's what's going to bring you success. But it's not according to your values. 
So <laughs> I have a confession. The other day I went down a massive, massive rabbit hole researching different degrees. So <laughs> what degree I'm going to do next? I spent hours and hours researching my next path because that feeling of being behind crept back in. It might have had something to do with my 23rd birthday. I personally know that I am much more of a creative person. I love theater. I love drama. I love podcasts. I love speaking. I love understanding people. I love sales. I love all of those sorts of things where it's really people orientated and it's more of a creative process. I really did not fit into the learning style that uni offers. And I know that I've tried it. I can't do those Zoom meetings. I I can do them, but I really, really, something in me just absolutely does not want to be there. And I, I don't know why. I think it is a learning style, but I've tried it. I really tried it and it wasn't for me. But yet I went down this massive rabbit hole of, okay, well, I need to do it. I need to do it because that's going to mean that I'm successful. But that's basing it off of other people's values and off of other people's measures of success. For me, I want to do other things like travel the world and have a podcast and go down a creative route. And I'll do all of these courses for it. But why have I gone down this rabbit hole of researching degrees? Peer comparison is the answer to that. (laughs) It derailed me into thinking that I need to finish a degree or I'm not going to be successful. It was a rabbit hole of stress, which took me away from my goals that I wanted to accomplish that afternoon that actually were in line with what I wanted in my life. So no matter how much sometimes you goal set and you reflect and you know what you want, sometimes (laughs) those rabbit holes just come up and I knocked myself out of it and I went come on carry on but I do tell you it wasn't until I went back to my goals and visualizations of my dream life and my path and my values that I got myself back on track and stopped defining my success by what others may define as success Getting back into manifestation and goal setting really, really helped me bring myself back in alignment with myself and where I see myself heading. Now, I know that I may have cheekily thrown out the word manifestation out there. (laughs) Now, if I am honest, I do actually really like the concept. I think it is all about positive thinking. I think it is all about reflection on what you want in life. And I think that is really, really valuable, knowing what you want and being able to think up where you want to go. I think that's really important. I'm not going to get into it too much today because I'm still sort of wrapping my head around the concept and how I feel about it all. But I do think it is a great practice in visualizing your dreams but however, however, should be used alongside goal setting to create a vision of where you want to be accompanied by actionable steps to get you there. I think the hype around manifestation these days 
comes with the connotations that if I sit on my bed and think up my dream life, that it will come to me. (laughs) And that is so not true. Well, I don't believe in that, at least. I believe in hard work will get you there. So it's great thinking up your dream life, but you have to have the steps and actually put in the work to get you there. I think it is a great tool, though, to allow yourself to wonder and become clear with what you want, which is powerful in moving forward. I think it's really important, especially in this generation, to understand yourself and your values, what you want in life, so that when we inevitably get lost in a social media scroll, which happens to the best of us, we don't end up comparing our path and feel like we are behind and start undermining our progress with other people because we've got our values set and we know who we are. When this does happen, though, I think a great way to get yourself out of it and to get yourself back on track is to bring yourself back to your goals, to bring yourself back to your visualizations of your dream life, what you want. It could be a reflection. It could be a long walk and just taking time with yourself to think about what you want. You could do some visualization meditation, which I love. I'm not going to get into that today. Go back to your values, just bring yourself back to your reality, your dreams and take yourself out of the headspace of chasing other people's values and other people's goals and dreams in life because that is exhausting and will not bring you happiness or success depending on how you define success. Now, another thing that we can do, which is easier said than done, is adjust our mindset around the timeline of our 20s and age expectations and perhaps learn to embrace the chaos and uncertainty that is life. So we can do our best when it comes to goal setting, manifesting and working towards our dream lives. However, sometimes life just hands us things to pivot us, to change our direction, to take us somewhere else. And being able to let go of what we thought our lives would look like and embrace the reality of life and its unexpected nature is really important. I think we can do our absolute best to control our paths and create our realities, but to a certain point. There then comes a point where life kicks in and it takes the reins sometimes and it can throw you curveballs and it can throw you shit that you have to deal with. And oh, what's that? Oh, look, that's a knockback. (laughs) You know, that is life. Let's think of life like a tennis match. And this is I'm just completely thinking this up. You hit a ball of what you want. I'm like, I want this and I'm working towards it. And life can hit that ball back to you where you're standing and go, yep, this one's to you. Or it can fucking just knock it out of the park. (laughs) Mind my French. You know, life is like a tennis game. They're not always going to cooperate. And there'll be good shots and they'll come right to you. And sometimes the shots will just be a little bit shit. Or you have to run to get them, you know. You have to meet life where it's at. (laughs) That is me with my gut issues. I'm meeting it where it's at. It's not coming to me, right. I'm working towards it. So sometimes luck will just kick in and it's right in front of you and sometimes you run to it and you have to work towards it and sometimes they just knock it out and it's not coming to you at all and we have to accept that. That is life. I really enjoyed that. I hope, I hope you uh, enjoyed that as much as I did. Moving on. 
I have put together some points about the benefits of a different mindset towards age expectations and the benefits of not getting trapped by the timeline mentality. So number one, we have more flexibility. Life doesn't always go to plan, right? In fact, it actually rarely does. Life does not look at our timelines and decide to cooperate. Sometimes it does. Sometimes luck kicks in. Or sometimes we work really hard and we get rewarded for it. But life is unpredictable. Life is chaotic, wonderfully spontaneous, amazing, and often disruptive at the same time. We are thrown obstacles to overcome and failures to learn from, sometimes out of our own control. These obstacles can take us off route or they can change the route. So we need to be flexible with our expectations on how our life is going to go. I think there is a danger in subscribing to the timeline of when certain events in your life need to take place. This can cause us to be inflexible about life changes and can cause unwanted stress. You know, if you're in a relationship and you experience a breakup and that's not where you saw your life going and you you can't accept that and you, you need to have that person back because that was your plan. You know, they are your plan. Not being able to accept that they're not the plan anymore can cause us more stress. So accepting it and being like, okay, maybe they were in my plan, but I wasn't in theirs. What's the next one? You know, that's acceptance. Easier said than done. (laughs) Number two, we have more living in the moment. When we learn to embrace that things will come to us when they're ready to come to us, we are are able to live in the moment and appreciate what we do have and not look towards what we don't yet have or what other people have. Let's look at what we do have right here, right now and live in this moment because there will be times in your life where you look back at being single or you look back at being in a relationship that you're in and go, that was a really nice time and I wish I didn't hope for the other one, if that makes sense. And another one of embracing that we don't need to live according to age expectations is that I believe you will be less likely to stay in situations that aren't right for you. So I know that this is something that comes up a lot in my podcast. It seems to be a running theme, but it's an important one. So it's here to stay. I think when we subscribe to age expectations and the timeline of when events are meant to happen to us, we are more likely to stay in situations that aren't right for us because that was the plan. You know, by 28, I need to be engaged. So I'm going to stay with this person. Like I said earlier, we're not here to settle in life. So accepting that sometimes things just aren't going well and that it doesn't matter what age you are, it's time to end it, end the relationship or whatever it was, right? That's important. So in a summary, life doesn't play to our expectations all the time. Life doesn't play to our timelines. Life is unpredictable and that's what makes it so exciting and challenging at the same time. Being fixated on a certain timeline can cause unwanted life stress. I personally do not have a timeline of events in my life. I have a lot of goals and a lot of dreams, but I don't necessarily put timelines to the big dreams because life is life and what happens happens. And I'm equally make things happen in my life and accept and go with the flow of how life reacts to that. 
I would say that's where I'm at. (laughs) So that is the end of this podcast. I hope you got something out of it today. I would love to hear from you. My Instagram is 20sinspired, all lowercase. It would mean a massive, massive deal to me if you could please leave a rating five star if I get a preference. (laughs) This really helps with the algorithm and how Spotify and Apple Podcasts work, particularly as well if you press follow or subscribe on either of the platforms. I have some exciting news. We will be starting guests on soon. So the better the ratings and the more people that subscribe, the better the guests that I can have. So that concludes this one. Have a wonderful day. I will talk to you next week. Bye.